What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and I'll be your host. And your co-host today are the usual Christopher Kaus. Hello. And Matthew Verlack. How's it going? I'm also waiting for a Gutentag again this week. <laughs> I was kind of bummed. So we are your ro- your punk rock, anti-Rotten Tomatoes, every man and woman's counterculture perspective on film. Here to cut through and analyze the out-of-touch and pretentious viewpoint of many modern critics who have been known to tank movies that we general audiences love and vice versa love things that the rest of us hate and today our movie that we're going to be reviewing is scoob not scooby-doo just scoob and it's rated i'm guessing pg not just g yeah they didn't mention it in the movie so i assume that's what it was yes i think you're right so yeah it's going to be rated pg so that's how we're going to try and keep it around here is pg (laughs) last week i was not capable of doing such things so this week we're going to do our best and do that for you since we rate our movies based or our episodes based on our movies so uh, aside from that this movie scoob is starring i think like half the planet pretty yeah, much um yeah <laughs> so i'm not even going to run through every name we'll talk about it later when we actually talk about the film and it is directed by tony carvone i'll say that that sounds great that sounds nice yeah, sure it sounds <laughs> nice it. Patrick, since I, back. you know I, i've made it to where like my point now from now on is just to like never know how to say the director's names mm-hmm. so that every episode no one really knows what the director <laughs> is is just incorrectly stated so i mean even when i know them i'm probably just gonna start saying them wrong so that <laughs> just for consistency <laughs> it's a good idea <laughs> so yeah and I, today it's gonna kind of be business as usual i think there we actually do have a few points of news that we're gonna talk about and and also i'm sure we We've got a few things we've been watching, which we're recording at a, a closer together than normal. So maybe a little less on that front. I don't know. But you guys want to go ahead and roll into the news? Yeah, Sounds let's good. do it. Sweet. So actually, before I get on any of my points, I want Chris to start because okay. he said this week he actually has a piece of news yeah. all on his own. And it always it's so difficult because normally yeah. whenever I see something, I just text you guys and i'm like hey (laughs) you see this but now i have to like keep it a secret and like just hope that you guys don't know about it that i haven't talked so it can be something special i'm waiting to see if it's something i planned on talking about you probably have (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah because i just stumbled across this and you actually seek things up anyways snowpiercer oh the tv show yes on tnt yeah yep yeah, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I saw an actual commercial. For oh, you it, did? And I was like, what? Yeah, I've seen a few little advertisements, but I haven't watched like a trailer or anything yeah. for it. But it's happening, and that's kind of a weird show to make, anyways. I mean, Snowpiercer was pretty popular. It was I guess a great movie. It was, I, I it was fantastic. I didn't but... think it was that popular. I mean, don't get me wrong; I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was that popular. Yeah, I didn't think it was that popular either. Uh, yeah, <sighs> it's like a cult classic kind of movie. It kind of was, and I mean, I, I I think it got a lot more buzz. More time went by. But from so I knew that this show was being made, and but I've been hearing about it for so long that I honestly didn't think it was going to come out. Yeah. Like it's been stuck in development hell for a couple of years, I think. Like it just seems like it switched to networks like three or like three times, I think. Because hmm. I was about to say TNT. I know that yeah. is what? surprising. I would have expected sci-fi. Yeah, me too. Or I think originally it was actually one of the bigger networks. Like like not. A typical like basic cable, like the ABC, NBC, N- no, Fox, something I actually like was thinking it was like one of the premium cable channels, like HBO oh. or or HBO Showtime awesome or Stars or something. Time. I thought was what it was originally supposed to be on. So the fact that it's on TNT is really weird. I, yeah. I don't even know the last thing I've watched on TNT. 
Rizzoli and Isles. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it normally show know. reruns of stuff? Isn't yeah. that like one of those that's, rerun channels? That's where like Supernatural just plays all day long. <laughs> <laughs> They've got enough. They can just like they can play it for the rest yeah. of the time. There's enough <laughs> right. episodes. Yeah, I think that's what they do on TNT. I don't. I really have no idea. I, I, yeah, I've not had basic cable yeah. since I was a child. So. No, yeah, mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope that this doesn't. Because if it's good and with how good the movie was, I hope that this just doesn't get lost in the shuffle, Like, which is probably why they're advertising it so heavy. Well, so I saw something to kind of build off that. Yeah. There was an article talking about the show. Yeah. And they were saying it wasn't going to be as action-packed as the show, as the movie. As movie. It was going to be more drawn out, more of a drama. It's probably almost like a political drama, I'm guessing, because sure. the politics of the train class and system. the... Yeah, like class. Yeah, you know. and that's because the movie was about a rebellion. Yeah. And so I'm guessing the show isn't going to be fully about that. Uh, yeah, I have no idea, honestly. I, I know little to nothing about the show. I wasn't, like, when I saw stuff coming out about it, I'm like, cool, it's coming out. I'll see it when it comes out. I'm not going to try and, you know, check out too much about it. I'll just wait and see. But, yeah, I, I really have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by it, though. And maybe it'll pop up on some streaming services or something yeah. down the line because I'm not planning on uh, checking out <laughs> TNT. No. Which, yeah. who knows, some of these basic cable channels have started doing things where they will just make it free on their app. You just have to watch commercials. Mm. So there is a chance if we download a TNT app, we might be able to just watch it. Is there a TNT Smart. app? Probably. Honestly, or all who of... are they owned by? Because, you know, obviously they're not their own. Yeah, their own entity. It's... Um... Who's the guy in Atlanta? It's Ted... Um, oh, Turner. Turner. He probably is a Turner. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's a TNT. Yeah. I think it, one of the T's is Turner. Turner. Turner and Turner. Kind of like Turner wrong, Classic but... Movies. And right. like... Yeah, hmm. it, that might be... Which they... Either way, they might still have their own app. Because even like... I was watching... I talked about it the other week. That show with Dan, Daniel Radcliffe. The... Um, God, I'm having a brain fart now. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to help you. Yeah, I can't think of it. Miracle Workers with daniel radcliffe and that was on tbs and that's also kind of a random cable channel and they had their own app too so there could be a chance i don't know i'll look into it and maybe yeah. we'll see if it's easily like accessible. check it out yeah for sure i mean if it's anything remotely as good as the movie right you know i mean chris evans isn't gonna be in it that's so what i was about to say big... that's a little bit of a bummer right there yeah. in itself so i don't know yeah i'm intrigued by it though so yeah we'll, we'll check back in and maybe be able to talk about it more in the coming weeks depending on if anything shakes out so I had only really two other news stories, which one of the news stories is tied to like four different news stories because it was just this story that would never end. So actually one of our listeners, uh, Chris Talent, he messaged me right when this news dropped. It was like early morning. I had like a message already and he was like, he was like, oh man, check this out. You guys need to talk about this week. Also, make sure you say my name, Christopher Talent. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, what up, bruh? Hello. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we've got to got to rep our uh, regular listeners. So yeah, he. So the news is that it's sounding like there are rumors that <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is amongst the rumor mill that <laughs> that Amazon is looking to buy AMC theaters. Interesting. Yeah, and that would be such a smart play. Yeah, for Amazon especially, and now that they have their own movies too. Yeah. Like all the, and it'll probably bring them even a little bit. Well, I guess that they can easily distribute. I guess in that manner. Well, they'd they'd make money too. Yeah, I think. Sure. That'd be more revenue for their movies. They can make more movies at that point. Yeah, and push them harder in in the AMC theaters. And yeah. they could even honestly almost just release them in just the AMC theaters. So it's like, oh, if you want to see this not at home, you know, come to yeah, AMC. Yeah, two months later, release it on their streaming service and off yeah, they go. Exactly. And they can even do a thing with their, if you have Amazon Prime, like you get a 
you know, it's half yeah. price. Oh, or, that would actually be smart. Like, do a yeah. discount for Amazon Prime members and AMC yeah. theaters. Yeah. Or like the program right. that we do that yeah, AMC exactly. has, the uh, Stubbs A-List or whatever. Do like a special deal for people, like an incentive, I right. guess. Or maybe people, you know, pay an extra $10 a month for Prime and they can watch whatever movies and theaters that they want. Yeah, that's interesting. Whoa. There's lots of things I haven't even thought do. about that. Yeah, that would be but really also, cool. I don't like Bezos and I don't really want him <laughs> having any more control over anything. So <laughs> exactly. Well, that was good. When Chris shot me that message, I was just like, I can't decide whether I should be excited or scared yeah, that like, this is a thing. Good like, for movie theaters. Yeah. Bad for the it's world. It's like when you find, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like when you find out that Disney's buying something else, mm-hmm. you're just like, right. Freaking crap. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm surprised I would. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix also makes a move either on Regal or, uh, oh, Cinemax, is it? Isn't that That's the other oh, Cinemark? Cinemark, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we heard something similar going down, yeah. or a battle over AMC, because you know, of course Amazon has the bigger budget, but Netflix could, yeah, be like this is our next move and really move and swiftly. It, and honestly, I mean, it. Well, both companies, they're the two, two of the like top five or whatever juggernauts. Like we talked about a few weeks back, how Netflix has like surpassed Disney. So, I mean, as far as stock goes, so it's who knows? Yeah. I don't know whether to be excited or scared about this or what. I think it would be cool. I mean, looking at the bright side of it, it's kind of like with Disney buying Fox where you're just like, well, let's look at the bright side of it. They get all the Marvel characters back. Like, you know, where it's like with this, it's like, well, if it means that AMC movie theaters don't shut down, then sweet. Like, I guess, you know. At least the theaters will be there. Yeah, exactly. Because I'd rather see that than them go away. But so, like I was saying, this is kind of several stories rolled into one. So there was kind of this trickle-down effect of this happened. And then, so, and this was just a rumor. This was not official news. Like, it's not like this is happening for sure. It's just maybe happening. When this got announced, AMC's stock um, surged 56%. When this happened. Oh, I bet. Which is crazy. Which, and I mean, it makes sense where people are like, oh, God, like if AMC or if Amazon's buying them, like they're going to yeah. know how to run this. They're going to do it right. Like they're going to have unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. So let's just like scoop up some stock in it real okay. quick. So, I mean, that's good for AMC too, is that it gave them a little bit of a bump for now. Yeah. But for if, now. It's, if it is just a rumor, then they're probably going to tank and probably tank hard. M- maybe. Yeah. Or for what sure. Probably happened is that AMC started the rumor so that <laughs> yeah. the owners and stockholders can sell all their shares at this higher Ooh. price before they declare bankruptcy. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me get my tinfoil hat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey I'll, I'll, I'll pass it over. <laughs> I don't know if you need a tinfoil hat for, for that one. No, honestly That's don't. That's just skeezy business practices 101. It, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be really interested. Uh, who yeah if that was the case that'd be a bummer because uh, be. i would not want to see them go under but so that also rolls into the next story i'll post all these on the show notes so there was an article when i was searching through this that was basically like nobody needs or everybody needs to like pump the brakes with buying amc and like pay attention to what their deal is basically and so um basically the title of this article is the 4.8 billion reason nobody wants to buy AMC entertainment just yet. And basically it is that AMC's debt is 4.8 billion. Oh yeah. Which is, uh, that's not, I mean, that is pennies to Bezos, I guess. So whatever, but (laughs) you know, is it, is it really worth him worth it for him even? So, I mean, basically they were from, 
reading this article, it's a very in-depth article with a lot of numbers and figures and them really kind of analyzing the situation. It's more of a a financial website in general. So I was kind of going through it and it looked like that AMC was actually getting to where for a while there where um, they were getting, they were paying off, basically they've been paying off their debt, but as a result, it's been putting them in the red and out of the black Mm. because they were paying off their debt. So it looks worse for them, even though they were trying to get rid of this $4.8 billion. It would have worked short of the coronavirus shutting <laughs> everything down. And now they have no revenue or very yeah, limited at all. revenue. Exactly. And so they were apparently working on it and things were starting to, you know, they were trying to get things better. But I, I'm not even going to get into the super weeds about this, but I, I'll give the articles for anybody interested and yeah. kind of post them up there. But I thought that was pretty wild, too, that they had that much debt. It kind of so. makes sense, though, is the amount of overhead you have. You're either purchasing yeah. land to build a theater on yep. or you're leasing places in malls. Like, that's just a lot of yeah. monthly overhead. For- it, it is. I was looking. I was trying to find. It actually said, like, what their profit was and the percentage. And I can't find it right now, but it was... I was pretty surprised when I saw how small the profit margin was basically on all of this, which is also why it's like we all complain about it and hate it, but it's why they charge so much for con- uh, the you know concessions and stuff. Yeah, because it's just like you got to make money somewhere, I guess. But because it's just an expensive thing. Right. So yeah, I don't know, man. That the the, uh, the saga, the AMC saga, continues. I guess is the best yeah, way to put it. It's a roller coaster ride. It really is. So, anybody's guess how it's going to end up? Yeah, I, I'd be interested. I'd really love to see like Netflix and Amazon fight over it, or yeah, I think it'd be. I, I wouldn't want Disney in that race because then it really becomes controversial. Well, Disney like, doesn't really need to. I think no. Which, and already, like, they release so many movies, they're almost on a monthly basis competing against themselves. Right. <laughs> you so know, they don't really like, need to own a theater no. as long as they can still release their movies in theaters. Yeah. And their streaming services. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. I have, yeah. I, we'll see. We'll report on this more <laughs> yeah. as we start to find some stuff out. I'm sure I, I'm, there'll be a lot more news on it the next time we talk about th- it. There will. And I think once things, it, definitely there's a chance of uh, more coming out once things start opening back up when the theaters open back up, there's a good chance we might start to hear more too once they figure out what kind of situation they're in. So uh, the other um, news thing I wanted to talk about actually is, I don't know if either of y'all know about this, but it is officially confirmed that we are getting a Furiosa sequel to Mad Max Fury Road. Very nice. I did see that. It's a, so it's a prequel to Fury Road. Yes. And all about Furiosa. Yeah. And it should be pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, we saw that if hopefully everyone by this point has seen Mad Max Fury Road. If you haven't, like, just do it. Then what are you doing with your life? Yeah, exactly. Like, that was one of the best movies of the last decade. Yeah. I think it was five years old. I think it was actually about to cross its, like, five-year anniversary or something because of... I guess this news coming out. Was that it? I think it feels like it's been older than that. Dude, time means nothing to me. No, so it really does. You could tell me that it's ten years old and be like, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. Right. I would buy ten years old. I think old it right is away. ten years. No, there it couldn't. No it couldn't be just simply even for the fact oh. of how long we've known each other, Matt. Like that we've the two of us have known you, and we it's come out since we've known each other. If so. There was if only there was a way that we could look up. Yeah, when movies were I, released. Look, I don't want to. It's, <sighs> no, uh, it's we'll challenging. Just guess. Yeah, just no guess. one needs to do that. Five years does sound right, though. It does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I read. But so the 
interesting thing about this five years five, it five is years. five years okay because i use my magic <laughs> oh, device to look it up the, the magic black box that we carry around on a regular basis yeah my tracking device yeah that's what i call it <laughs> here my testicular cancer in my pocket <laughs> that's what i like to call it <laughs> is that pg yeah yeah sure. it's yeah, a bad yeah we didn't curse there we go no yeah. we're good so the interesting thing though is that Charlize theron played furioso well, apparently, being that it's going to be a prequel, uh, basically George Miller was like, no, we're not using her. Oh, no. Like, yeah. And a lot of people thought that they would. And he was just like, I am not a fan of the de-aging tech. Like, I don't want to use it. I want to use a real actress, like, doing real things, showing their face. Like, it's not going to be her. Sorry. But well, I guess that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it depends on how old he's setting it. Like, yeah. If how it's much only like five years before the movie takes place and like yeah, yeah they could use well her at that point sure. you're aging her 10 years back at least yeah well and as we saw with fury fury She's road like... super rich like i'm sure she hasn't <laughs> she, i'm sure she looks very similar to how she does in that well movie. Yeah, yeah probably so i mean well like, but if they're going like to her childhood or even like like early teenage 20s, years or early 20s yeah. i don't think she could pull it off no. if you just, that's what yeah, i imagine they'd be probably smart. early 20s yeah just go for like late teenage years yeah because you know in this world they're aging quicker anyway. Sure. So you're not you're not coddled. Yeah. You're and, and you're she's such an awesome it. individual. Yeah. Like how that like cover that? Yeah. yeah. That they would have to kind of do her teenage years when she's up and coming. Sure. To be extra awesome later on in life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even if yeah, like they did like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, somewhere in that time block or something. So yeah, I'm interested to see. Which and the other thing is, I mean, even if you just take a look at Fury Road, that movie took forever to make it took george miller a long time to get that movie out so i would imagine that this other one's not going to happen overnight either yeah apparently it's something to do with recording in australia just oh, the the, the, the terrain really and the weather there really prolongs the recording sessions huh that that, that that's what i'd heard the reasoning behind it took yeah. so long for well, max interesting i don't know if you saw i guess because of this five-year anniversary um, charlize theron and um tom hardy and several other people have been coming out and talking about filming this movie and i guess everybody had stayed kind of tight-lipped about it and there was i guess in some rumors floating around back when the movie came out that it was there was a lot of difficulty and basically tom hardy and charlize theron were have both come out within like the past week and were basically just like yeah it was real hard to film fury road like hmm. it was very difficult because i guess george miller is very like he doesn't tell people his vision he's just like go where i say go do what i say to do <laughs> like this is what i want period right so yeah i mean and uh, so they were all just saying like we just all had to like live on a hope and a prayer that this movie didn't suck because we had no idea what we were making so that's pretty interesting uh, so yeah I'm, I'm curious to see what shakes out of this and if it takes forever and the other thing is he's getting old so like he kind of needs to get on it and, yeah. and really well, I, chug I, this thing out yeah i thought i'd heard there he had actually planned like three more movies i thought i'd heard that too okay and i mean he's not he's not a spring chicken so yeah i don't know how he's gonna crank out three more when they take mm -mm. like at least five years between at least yeah more like 10 years yeah and i mean the thing is it's like fury road was an a legitimate masterpiece like that movie is a masterpiece yeah. and i just don't know that if he got rolling with this if somebody would be able to come behind him and be able to execute the same thing. I mean, there are some fantastic directors out there, but right. It just wouldn't be the same. No, Obviously, I just, each director has their own yeah, style and technique. Exactly. So. 
So yeah, I- I'm curious to see. We'll keep our eyes on this one too. But I was pretty excited about this news and that it's actually official because yeah. And I actually have whenever you said using a different actress. And there's an yeah. actress that's in my mind. Yeah, I'm curious who it is. It's vaguely in my mind. Any idea about what? Cara Delevingne. Uh, actually, that could work. She's a little. She'll be a little. Mm. Well, maybe age mm. might work, and she looks maybe. young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a good one. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Not who I thought of. But. That's what pops into my head. Really. Yeah. Yeah, nobody really jumped out at me right away when I was thinking about this. I'm just not sure. Which actually, this is—I'm not a huge Charlize Theron fan. What? Uh, she, there's something about her rubs me a little wrong. I yeah. just don't. It's because she's a powerful woman. It... <laughs> you got me. You got we me. We figured you out. You, you just got me. Intimidates you. Yep, that's it. She does. In that movie, she is quite intimidating. No, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't find like I feel like she just doesn't have a lot of personality or something like, and it works well for a lot of the roles that she plays, but maybe that's just my read on her. I don't know. Did you see her interview? Um, I'll use interview quotations with, um, between the ferns, between two. Oh, no, I haven't. No, no, she's on it. Really? It's pretty funny. It's worth seeing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'll check it out. Sweet. Yeah. I haven't seen that at all. I mean, I'm going to say older. Yeah. Cause Which actually, they recently released a movie, yeah. a Between Two Friends movie. I'd kind of like to see that. It was yeah. a Netflix original. I don't know. A bunch oh, of people it's on it. Netflix? Yeah. All right, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a Netflix movie, so it might be worth catching. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But as far as that, so y'all don't have anything else y'all can think of that, nope. as far as news, nope. something while we were talking popped into my head, and then I forgot it. So there was one uh, more piece of information, but... Maybe next know. week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe next week. Maybe, <laughs> except for we're not having any news or what we've been watching next week. So, <gasps> sorry, folks. Yeah, spoiler alert. Ooh, spoiler twisty, alert. Yeah, very twisted. It is. We'll explain that at the end of the episode, but you have to hang around or fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating. Exactly. Which I guess also I was going to say this, and I haven't said it in previous podcasts. Where like for people listening, which obviously there are a lot of people who like that we do this, you know, the what's new with you and the news. But if for some reason that's not what you're coming for and you don't want to hear it, that portion, do not feel obligated to stay for this stuff. You yeah. can always skip right ahead to us talking about the movie, and since we do that a little later on in the podcast, so don't feel like we're holding you hostage for this whole beginning portion. You know, I just I I, I thought about it before, and I was like, I guess I should put that out there at some point that like the. Show Show notes it has all the time signatures. We'd obviously love for you to listen to all this stuff, but if it's not your bag, you can go ahead to the, you know, go ahead to the movie review. Thanks for your permission, Blaine. Yeah, yeah I, thank you. Well, you know, I like to give permission to people <laughs> when they feel trapped listening to us. So. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, what we're going to do is we're going to move over into what's new with you, which is what we have been watching lately. So, fellas, I know that I've got yeah. a little bit. Chris, uh, are you going to surprise me with anything this week? Oh, I mean, I did watch something, but I was did just you? quoting a song when I said, Oh, were you? Yeah, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I can start. Yeah, you that. can start. So, I watched um, Freebirds. Freebirds. Yeah, which actually came out in like 2017, animated, hmm. and it's about turkeys. Huh, say what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually, it was pretty good. It was well done. I enjoyed it. I don't want to oh, yeah. give any spoilers away about it, but okay. I liked it. Is there anything more you can say about it in regards to what this is, or do you know much? Um, well, you Did find you... out pretty quickly. It's about turkeys. They're going back in time. <laughs> okay. To okay. Stop the. I mean, you'll even read this in the synopsis. If you sure. Just look it up. They're no, going back in time to uh, stop the first Thanksgiving from happening. Okay. So that they can save turkeys. Was there anything that made you watch this? 
at the start of summer here, this Thanksgiving movie? Corona. Corona. Okay. okay. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just in the mood for an animated movie, something yeah. lighthearted. Sure. You know? Which works perfect for today as well. Yeah. Since we're since we're doing this totally planned. Exactly. It it just fits the it. theme. Yep. Exactly. And it's a kid's thing. Exactly. So, and since this is our PG episode and you're talking about free birds. <laughs> yeah. So the question is, would you recommend people watch this thing? Yeah, check it out. I mean yeah. it's on Oh goodness. Would you watch it on Netflix I can't or Hulu? Remember. Oh, there's too many of them. I yeah. think it was I think it was Netflix. Okay. No. No. It was Hulu. It was Hulu. Okay. Yeah, this has Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson, Amy Poehler, George Takai. George um, huh. Yeah, there's quite a few wow. different people. And I had never heard of it. So, actually, right when you mentioned it, I started searching it, and, and I actually looked up and saw the poster, and right when I saw it, I was like, I feel like Woody Harrelson was in this movie, scrolled out, and sure enough, he was. So, yeah, I mean, this thing came back out, or it came out back in 2013. Oh, 13? 13, yeah. For some reason, I thought it said 2017. Yeah, 2013, man. Okay. So, well, this I'm is a good bit older. Keeping up with the times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keeping it current. I yep. like it. Yeah, no, this is perfect. And yeah, so yeah, I guess check out Freebirds and yeah, it was, it was maybe good. I'll maybe I'll watch it with the kids or something. Yeah, nothing like watching a Thanksgiving too. movie in the middle of the start of summer. Yeah, so why not turkey yeah. season? Who cares about all time. season time? Yeah, it's a human construct. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's baloney, <laughs> malarkey is what I call it. So that's that's it, right? Yeah, that's as far it. as this week, um, Matt, I'll <laughs> throw it over to you. <laughs> all right, so I have two things. Yeah, um, these are not. PG movies, <laughs> but I'll talk Not about them in the a theme. PG way. Sure, that's perfect. So the first one's called Kill Order. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. the the, fa- the family friendly film Kill Order. Exactly. This okay. is a sci fi action movie, and okay. it wasn't that good. <laughs> I wouldn't really recommend anybody to watch this unless you just like well choreographed action scenes. Okay. Uh, the whole premise... Is this a foreign film or American film? No, it's film, not. It's an American or... film. Okay. Um, the whole premise is that this kid apparently was... And you learn this out relatively quickly in the movie. Is that he was experimented on and he has some sort of magical ability that makes him really good in a fight. Okay. And so he's going to school and then SWAT team come in and like try to arrest him and he ends up like fighting them all off and he goes after his maker nice interesting basically so what did you see this on it's on hulu okay honestly i was just browsing the action movie genre and i was like huh wonder what this is yeah and then i hit play and that's the best thing about eh. streaming is you watch things you wouldn't normally watch. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you can find those yeah. gems in there. Sometimes well, you find like, your free this birds. This has some yeah. cool fight scenes yeah but I didn't care about the main character. Okay. Even by the end of the movie, I was it just, just like, great. Eh. Yeah. Didn't mm, do it for me per se. Okay. Well, interesting. Well, that was Kill Order then. That was maybe, Kill Order. Maybe don't watch it. Maybe do. I if mean, you're if, a child, you, if you don't like, watch it. it's not for children. <laughs> yes. But if you like action, and that that's the thing, there's some well choreographed fights. So, and I mean, it only is an hour and seventeen minutes, so it's not oh, yep. like it's. It know. is a short movie. They they could have spent a little bit more time building character, and they didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. So no, this next cool. one is super kid 
friendly. It's called okay. Killers Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> this is Matt Hour's uh, <laughs> Matt Relax Murder Hour. Yeah, apparently this is another movie on Hulu that and I was, was that just kill what uh, Killers Anonymous. Okay, I was just perusing, and then I was like, "Is that Jessica Alba?" Hmm. And I was like, "That is Jessica Alba, dressed like a butch lesbian." Hmm. Huh. Hmm. And then okay. I recognized somebody else on like the the picture, and I was like, "Oh, okay. We'll just we'll just we'll click play. We'll see what happens." Yeah. So Jessica Alba does not pull off a butch lesbian <laughs> at work. all. Doesn't no. work. No. 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 Okay. So the first five minutes is her talking about how she got like into a fight with like a three hundred pound bouncer. And this is so okay, I'm, I'm looking at the, unbelievable. Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots and all the stuff now. Now I like the fact it has Tommy Flanagan and yeah, it, it's got say. Gary Oldman. That's pretty oh, yeah. interesting. Oh. No, that's like I was looking at these actors. Like, okay, I see, I know these people. Yeah, I mean Gary Oldman alone. He's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> save this not, movie. Not. This is another Xena like stepped in about halfway through this movie. She's like, this is god awful. <laughs> was her words? Okay. I, it wasn't that good. Yeah, and if they, you know they anything tried about to pull what... off like the smoking aces vibe or oh, Hotel Artemis, yep. kind of vibe. Oh, they added Hotel Artemis to Amazon. Yeah. I saw that. I'm I would recommend checking it out. Yeah, and so the whole premise is that you know, like how there's Alcohol Anonymous and all of those kind of like meeting up sure. for killer or <laughs> killers <laughs> for alcohols <laughs> that don't want to be alcoholic and all that. So there's a meetup group for killers that don't want to kill anymore. Really? And so that's this whole premise. Oh. And basically it's mostly filmed in a basement of a church. Really? During their meeting. And it's huh. just them kind of talking about... Do they like flashback to some of the crazy... They do. Mm-hmm. And I think this is based off a comic book. Okay. Because it had some of like Sin City, like Frank Miller kind of vibes to it. Okay. So all the flashbacks would just be like them silhouetted and just like bright red or bright black in the background and then when yeah. they then when they'd get into their memories they would look very frank miller huh. sin city-esque so either that or they were just very much going for a vibe yeah and that they didn't miss the mark it was just kind of boring because there wasn't it was mostly them talking about them doing things yeah and not really ever showing anything okay well that so, sounds really boring yeah it does it I was just curious to see where I went, so that's why I rode. You hung around, rode yeah. the ride. Oh yeah, I yeah. always feel obligated to finish. And movies. it's not a movie I would never like watch again. Sure, it just wasn't worth it. It didn't. It didn't go anywhere for me. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So. Well, I guess that was that. You're too terrible. Yeah, I struck out movies. twice. That's what yeah. happens sometimes when you pick things you've it, never it heard of ever. Yeah. yeah. Get, hey, yeah. but hey, sometimes you got to get a little spicy. Know. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. And now people know. They do. They're listening. Yeah. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so what or that was it for yours right or do you have something else um i started <laughs> and i forgot i'll let you think on it yeah. we're doing a lot of forgetting which granted this is we're recording a lot later than normal we started well actually we watched tonight's Ooh. movie and then started recording it's like 10 o'clock and now i remembered what is it <laughs> altered carbon i know oh, i talked about animated... this previously so i've started the movie the movie or the, the it's a movie. Oh, the animated movie? It's an animated oh, movie. I got you. Okay, yeah. It's called I saw Altered Carbon Resleeved. I thought it was a show. I thought so, too. It is not. Huh. It is like an anime-style movie. I think it's about an hour and a half long. I'm okay. about 30 minutes in. Yeah. And I like it so far. It's about yeah. it's about um Takeshi. Okay. And so, is it better than season two? Yes. It's post-season one, and I can't tell if it's post-season two or pre-season okay. two. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely post-season one, because they reference 
things that happened in the first season. Okay. Like off the cuff. Yeah. So I straight jumped ship on season two. Like I couldn't even finish it. I was just like, I do not like this. I don't remember it getting better. I don't really remember it anymore. I've still only watched the first episode. Really? Yeah. I just don't. You don't need to. Just <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like I'm okay at this point. Just being like season one was what it was. Yeah. There is no more in my mind. Like it was just a good thing, and that's it. They come out with a season three. Yeah, and it's. I'll it, definitely I mean, it, check it out. For I, sure. I'll check it out because it could be better. It could be one of those things where yeah. they catch their footing again. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, I just we'll see. I, I didn't even hear hardly any buzz about season two after it came out. Like, I don't think it went over great either. So. It didn't uh, as far as I know. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'm curious to see Netflix is, uh, they're not, they have so much content that they are not afraid to pull the plug on something. And I, so. I but then they put that, put out the animated movie. Yeah. So. Well, I think that it had been in the works like while they were working on the uh, season two. True. Yeah, so I've seen it up there for a while. Yeah. It came out almost right after this season two did. So, it might be one of those situations where it was already in the can and then they were like, oh, well, okay. And, you know, who knows? Maybe the animated thing goes well and they keep going that route or something. I mean, yeah, they could they do could. anything. So, yeah, I'm curious to see where that show goes. I mean, it just needs it. I just almost wish that they could, like, bring Joel Kinnaman back and yeah. and do it that way. Because I, I love, love, love Anthony Mackie, but this was just not his show. Like, it was not, he just was not Takeshi. For me. Nope. Yeah. So either that or maybe they go to where it's like the original guy that, well, the, the Asian guy. guy, the Asian guy that plays Takeshi. Maybe yeah. he's actually Takeshi for the next season or something. <sighs> right. That's what he they should have done. Back. Yeah, I thought so too. That's be what a, like a prequel thing to where yeah. like that focus more on before, like whenever he's during that resistance part. Yeah, with exactly. I mean, I'd be fine with something like that, but yeah, this season. No, after the second season, I won't see that lady ever again. Yeah, yeah, don't don't like her either. There was just some really bad stuff about season two. But so you would recommend checking out the yeah, yeah. It's it's especially if you like the first season of Altered Carbon. It has that vibe. Okay, and they've done a lot of fun like actiony things that you can only do with animated. Sure. So sweet. You know what would be really cool with it uh, that I would enjoy if they did with Altered Carbon because I've well I don't know <laughs> I haven't I, I literally just thought of this so I haven't put a lot of thought into it obviously. Yeah. But like in the past two minutes when we were talking about this, <laughs> like a scanner darkly styled Ooh. altered carbon. But yeah. there's also like so much of that like Also like that show Undone that we all watched. That was done the same way. We all watched it. Yeah, you watched it. It was called Undone. It was done in the same kind of animation. It was about a girl who had mental health issues and she was going in and out of like what reality was. She was like time traveling and her dad had died. It was the Amazon original. Oh, Our, my, I think my I wife did watch and, it. and Matt's wife pushed it really hard for like a day or so, and we all like plowed through it in like literally a day. Yeah, it wasn't long. No, it was a short show. I mean, it was like a three, four hour total. Yeah, barely remember. They that. all loved it. We were all lukewarm on it. I yeah, that. it's called Undone. Done. Sure it's that Amazon original. No, you might. You did. You might. I trust your memory of uh, yeah. what I've seen. I'm more like, than my own I'd memory. say ninety. 90% sure you saw okay. it. I'll I've put seen it, it. Like I've scrolled past it yeah. on Amazon. I thought you watched it, but maybe it was just me and Matt. Yeah. We'll have to ask my wife. <laughs> see what she said. Yeah. She'll, she'll, she remembers. She'll, she's the deciding yeah. factor. She'll know. But I know me and Matt weren't super crazy about it in the end. Yeah, I wasn't. It looked great, though. It, it was a cool animation style, for sure. Yeah, which I could see them doing, like, doing the sh- uh, what you were Alter Carbon. Carbon in that style. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. So... I saw a few things. I'm only going to talk about two. Um, one of which is a show that's been out for a while. So I'll mention that first. Kind of just, there's not a whole lot to talk about with it, but you guys actually saw me watching it the other day when you were by. But so, uh, Magic for Humans 
is on Netflix. This is its third season. Interesting thing is, so the show started back in 2018. So they it came out. Season one was really good. I think it did really well. And then season two came out literally like a couple months ago. And then season three just dropped like not long later. So he must have just recorded basically like two seasons back to back. But this show is, I love it. I really like it. I mean, it's doofy. It's a little goofy at times because magic is goofy. Like it just kind of <laughs> is. Unless you're like Chris Angel, you know, <laughs> magic man or, or, or David Blaine. The darkness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this guy, though, he's fun, goofy, lighthearted magic, and I really love it. Like, he's just kind of a dad, you know, He's but he's a, maybe a couple years older than we are, somewhere in his 30s and maybe early 40, um, and he's really good. Like, the magic he does is really good. A lot of it's street magic. It's just him popping in on people and doing things like that or random places and just he he actually had for his first season one of his tricks went really viral and it was them convincing a guy which it wasn't even really a magic trick per se some of the stuff he does isn't magic it's actually just like brain tricks which is what i like about it is like seeing how you can basically manipulate the brain into seeing or thinking things and he will actually kind of let the viewers see behind the curtain sometimes Mm. Or, or he'll show you the whole trick and then be like Actually, this wasn't even really magic. It's just like I'm manipulating the way that the human brain works. So like the one that went viral, though, was pretty simple, which is basically he got a whole bunch of people in a park to pretend (laughs) that he was invisible. The guy was invisible. And then the guy's like going around just doing weird crap to people because he thinks that they can't see him. I do remember seeing that online. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. So the whole show is kind of like that. It's really good. Like and the thing is, the episodes are only 20 to 30 minutes and it's just really light and fun and breezy and like this season he does some really neat stuff and like one of the episodes he does the whole old school you know chop a man in half and he does it in like an ikea parking lot in front of a bunch of people <laughs> like you know it's it's some neat stuff if you're into magic and i like it and actually the show so the show is pg so you can watch it around kids or family or whatever and not be a situation there are a couple episodes that are a little not quite like young kid friendly more like you know eight nine ten and up but because there's one I, we didn't watch it we started to and he actually goes to like a a nudist swimming pool and my kids were oh. like everyone's naked but i mean they were blurred out but still i was just like let's <laughs> not watch this one right now this episode so i'm like so yeah it, but all in all for the most part most episodes are kid friendly so i've watched most of them with the kids and they like it and they're you know magic's not exactly super popular you know so they don't see a lot of this kind of stuff yeah but yeah so that's that is magic for humans it's a netflix original there's three whole seasons for you to watch 20 to 30 minutes and i would say watch it it's rad it's a lot of fun i, I enjoy it I, every time the seasons come out i watch it it's good like background yeah tv yeah exactly it's kind of like impractical jokers yep. those kind of things yeah like you just stick good it on. but it's like you can just you just have them on you walk yeah. around cleaning the house and you like exactly hear a joke or two and yeah, yeah. and and that is the thing yeah because it is a lot of jokes and actually like i said he's kind of you know he is a dad he's got a young kid but he like his shtick has kind of become like the more the seasons have gone on now the more that he's a dad is like i'm gonna you know insert dad joke here kind of deal so i mean it's funny it's good and yeah. like he has like one little bit that's called Magic for Susans, and he literally just goes and finds somebody in the city whose name is Susan and does magic for Susan. Yeah. You know, just goofy little things like that. So 
it's cool. I'd say check it out. It's Magic for Humans, and the uh, it's starring uh, Justin Willman, who's the creator and everything, and he's the magician. So he's a creator magician. Cool. Wow, he does everything. Yeah, he well, created the show and oh, it's the so, magic oh, of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like one of the weird ones on this season, I, there are some where I'm just like, I don't know how he pulled this off. Like, like there's one l- whole bit that he does where he puts like this super smart hat on people that's just like this ridiculous hat, and and they are like a. I don't know, like a thinking cap or whatever. And they put it on and then he has them do, like he asks them questions and they answer things or do things that they didn't know they were capable of. And it's I, because it's TV. I guess. Well, so, <laughs> you know, the funny thing on top of that is he actually does a bit where he, he basically goes up to a bunch of people and is like, I don't like, this is a TV magic show. It's all baloney. It's all fake, so I'm going to do a bunch of tricks in front of you, and they're going to be fake, but all you guys have to just act surprised and act like I'm doing really cool stuff. And so that was one of the tricks, is him getting all these people to fake react to him doing tricks, and then he actually does a trick, and they all freak out. (laughs) So, yeah, like, it's it's clever. It's really good stuff. Like, he's not, it doesn't feel phony, or, you know, it's actually, the tricks are pretty, like, a lot of them are just kind of like, how did he do that? Like, the one that pops into my head is the manhole cover one. Where, like, mm. he's posing as a construction worker and, like, there's a manhole cover and, like, he goes down into it or uh, yeah. somebody else, I think another actor goes into the hole. Yeah. And, like, something falls on top of the manhole cover and whenever okay. you pull it back, like, it's just covered in cement. Oh, like, there oh, is oh. no actual manhole cover. Yeah, it's there anymore. nothing but cement. I'm yeah. like, okay, you can't just, like... Make cement. You can't just do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that I, ain't how nature works. I, I, I know, exactly. Oh, he did one in front of these people where he made, like, a... like. Just and it's a simple one, but he like sticks a large TV in a box and they don't cut, nothing changes, and he just folds this box up with this TV in it, like like or just shoves it together and like makes the box smaller. The box completely changes its structure and a tiny TV comes out and you're just like I don't mm-hmm. my brain doesn't no, no, no. How did this happen? But and what's great too is he's constantly showing pictures of him when he was a kid because apparently he's always wanted to be a magician. So he's just like this uber nerdy kid <laughs> like doing magic and you're just like, okay, this guy earned it. Like he earned his he earned it. He's cool. Been, yeah. He's been at the cool. hustle. So <laughs> Magic boy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's magic for humans. So the other thing that I watched, and I am all about the show, I'm ready to watch more, and I'm ready to actually talk about it, is it's called The Great. This show just started Friday. Oh, okay. I was actually debating watching that today. Yeah, so it's a Hulu original. It stars uh, Ellie Fanning and Nicholas Holt, and it is about a... It's loosely based on a true story so and when i say that like basically it's it takes place in uh i guess russia and this young woman basically ends up marrying um this guy named peter who is the emperor of russia at the time and think uh time period wise think like jane austen novels i guess is the best way, but Victorian, yes, Victorian, I guess, but well, but it's not Victorian England, so I didn't exactly know. I guess Victorian is just the time period. So okay. you think Victorian time period, uh, and but what's great is they don't like have that flourish with the talk and stuff. But it's not like modern day talk, really. It's just not like this convoluted jargon of like I said, like talking like a Jane Austen novel yeah. or something, and very pretentious. Like it's not it, oldy English. No, it's not old English. Like it, it's it's the show. It's doing a lot of things. Hmm. 
And when I say that, I guess it's because I guess it's probably, I guess, best described as a dramedy because, but to almost reverse those because it's almost more comedy than drama. I guess if, you know, because almost when hey, I think, so comedy comma. Yeah, a comedy like, a comma. A comma. Yeah, exactly. A comma. So it, it, the show, there's some really, 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 really funny stuff in the show. Like I, I laughed out loud, cackled way more than once in this show, just in the first two episodes. Just seeing like the the frame the, the for picture. it, I wouldn't have never guessed that it had anything to do with humor. Yeah, that it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. The only reason that I knew or that I even checked it out is because apparently Instagram really wanted me to watch the show <laughs> because every time I got on it, it was pushing it to me. Yeah. Yeah, viral so, marketing, exactly, and it worked. So, well, and that was the funny thing is Sydney walked in, she's like. What are you watching? This is not this is not anything that you would watch. Like I don't understand. And I'm like, "Yes it is. Don't judge me." Like, so, but cuz the thing is is it actually does capture pretty well like those types of period pieces at moments and it very much is about like her finding herself because she's marrying this guy who's a emperor. She comes from a not so wealthy family. Basically, he just needs to he needed to marry someone with a little bit of power but not any power to where they could pull any strings with him. And basically he ran the show and it's basically just like, watch these crazy Russians do crazy Russian things and this fish out of water kind of situation. And we all know Russians are crazy. Of so course. I can't imagine anything's really changed yeah. since, from, since back then. <laughs> of course. Of so. course. Exactly. So yeah. And I mean, I love Nicholas Holt like so much. I would watch this dude in about whatever. I don't know if either one of y'all are familiar with him. The Beast. Yeah, Beast from X-Men. He was in Warm Bodies. He was the main character oh, yeah. in okay. that. Uh, he's just a really good actor and he's really good in this. Just like I said, the humor in this show is really funny. I was really laughing and I'd be interested to see what y'all would think. I don't know. I think Matt, I think your wife would like it a lot. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how you'd feel about it. You might, you might not. I really I think I'd like it. Yeah, I feel based like on the descriptions I've seen yeah. and what you're saying, I think I'd like it. Well, I like, like, the whole thing is the title card, like, comes up and it pops up and it, like, says the great. And then it's, like, a sometimes true story. <laughs> like, nice. so it's, it doesn't, like, take itself too seriously. But there are definitely serious, really, like, heartfelt moments. But then they'll turn around and just do something absurd. Or then they'll make you really cringe and just be like, oh, this poor girl. And then show you something really funny. So it's got this good balance of, like, not dragging you down too low in the fact that, like, the real woman who went through this, it was probably pretty awful. Yikes. so yeah yeah it's it's pretty interesting and nice uh, yeah i'm i'm ready to see where it goes and actually i tend to struggle with stuff like this where it's like a, it's a where it's if it messes with history too much i'd almost i'm kind of one of those people like i'd rather most of the time just see like the depiction like to show me what happened like i feel like if i'm not getting like the true version then i just don't care because i'm just like i know that this happened in real life and this is not what happened so i don't care you know <laughs> Sure. But I, with this show, it's actually working. And I feel like I'm like, I'd never get this story or care about it if it wasn't handled in this manner. Right. Yeah, if it wasn't funny, you'd try, probably just be like, eh, I'm not watching this. Yeah, probably. It's exactly. kind of like drunk history where like, yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, close enough. To where... some stuff. <laughs> and it's still funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not sure. It's, I'm sure it's not perfect. You know, they might be playing with some stuff some but i'm fine with it i really like it it's funny i should check it out or you know if you think about it or want to put it, what's on. it on it's on hulu it's a hulu original and it's really well made like it's just it looks great it it feels great like it's just everything about it is well done so nice. yeah i'd say it's worth checking out for sure and 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 don't you know with this one don't judge a book by its cover <laughs> you know because yeah. i would have i would if i hadn't seen all the advertising that i saw for it i would not have watched the show yeah at all so i guess that's kind of a good thing to know about this thing for sure yeah 
But and there's a few other people actually that kind of pop up that you might recognize too. Actually, one of the main guys was in um, which I, well Matt watched Iron Fist on on uh, Netflix. Netflix, but one of the main guys who was it was the guy that was uh, the best friend of the Iron Fist, his best friend from growing up. Okay, yeah, he's he's one of the main characters in this as well, huh. and he's doing good stuff too. So yeah, check it out. But nice. outside of that, I think that's pretty much most of our intro stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, I did watch Upload. I didn't mention oh, you it because we already talked about it. Sure, no, but, but I watched the whole sure. series. And yeah, oh, you really watched good. it all? Yeah. Really? So yeah. are you? And oh, I mean, well, I think you mentioned that to me. Actually, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. About it. So uh, all in all, I guess if anybody's curious, what what did you think? Where, oh, no, it's where really good. It? Yeah, I can't wait for the next season. Come on. Okay. Yeah. That's three people saying you should watch it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I did another post yesterday on Instagram. I was just kind of like, yeah, watch Upload because yeah. it's so good. Like yeah. it's. I told Sydney she hadn't watched it yet, and I'm like, you need to, you need to get on this because it's, it's so, so good. It's really good. But we don't need to talk about it because we no. Yeah, yeah, we're good. So yeah, uh, from here, what we do is we move on into everything involving our review for the the movie of the week, which was Scoob this week. And so this is kind of, and I say it every time, but you know, this is what makes us a bit different. And, and so, you know, gets into our whole structure and purpose of what we do with this podcast, which is to really analyze critics, critical reception and analyze Rotten Tomatoes. And so what we do is we'll do our who should and should not see the film. So we'll kind of talk about who, you know, essentially that, you know, who should or shouldn't. And then we'll get into our tomato score predictions and we'll actually try and predict how this movie's going to do or is doing with general audiences and critics. And with this whole situation, it's more of, you know, in the age of influencers, we're not trying to be influencers. We're just trying to chill out and have a conversation and talk with you guys versus forcing you into it. So that way you can kind of listen to these two little bits that we talk about here before the review. And then if you haven't seen it, you know, at this point, then make try to decide if you want to see it or not. Or if you have, then just keep rolling with us. So, guys, who should or should not see this movie? I feel like this is kind of a simple answer, yeah. almost. I mean, if you have any ties to Scooby-Doo in the past. Yeah. Or any classic or cartoon. Hanna-Barbera, specifically. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't remember yeah. the, the company. But, yeah, anything yeah. you you would have seen in Boomerang. Yep. Uh, Hanna-Barbera. Basically yeah. that. And, or if you have kids. Yeah, if you have kids. Yeah, this is a... Yeah. It's a kids movie for sure. And but and it does definitely speak to adults and people our age who grew up watching Scooby-Doo and even people older than us cuz Scooby-Doo was even, you know, it was out before, you know, we were alive too. So right. it's been around for a hot minute, but yeah, I, I mean, I think for the most part Scooby-Doo fans at all, yeah. check it out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard to describe like who should watch a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you like mysteries? Yeah. Do you like, like Scooby-Doo? Yeah. And and do you enjoy the work of like a billion different famous people because they're yeah. all in this? Oh jeez. Yeah. And, and I'll say this too: if you have an appreciation for animation in animated movies, this was one of the most gorgeous animated movies like i loved looking at this movie yeah just as far as just how crisp and which and we did watch it i guess in 4k hdr and all that fun stuff but and i actually didn't even tell you guys we um i guess what we watched so they really figured this out They, they did a perfect strategy here i'm not sure if trolls did the same thing but so the movie came out this weekend and the movie to rent is 20 dollars. right well the rental fee is 20 bucks, but you could just buy it for $25. <laughs> so it's kind of like you instantly get everyone to buy it. 
because it's only five dollars more. If you're spending right. twenty bucks, what's five dollars like? Right. Mm-hmm. For for the for the ultra high def HD, you know, four K HDR, all that stuff version, which is if you bought it physical, is like at least thirty bucks when it comes out. You know. Right. So you own it before it's technically even would have been out anyways, and especially since the kids movie, kids watch movies over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Chances are high your kid will like this movie. Yeah. I mean, and Clark, my youngest. You know, he's going on four and you guys heard him. He was a couple of times was like, I'm a little freaked out, man. Like, right. but it was not too scary. Like it wasn't too, you know, so yeah. fairly young kids can see this movie. But even then, like to comment on that, if you look at any Scooby-Doo movie or show yeah. and all that, there's always a monster chasing them. It's it, always exactly. scary to a certain level. Sure. So, so it's a little spooky. It, it just kept that same vein. It, it to have a little bit of tension. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Y- yeah so. But I just thought it was interesting that they took that method. I feel like it's going to work out in their benefit because almost everyone's just going to buy it. Because I don't think Trolls did that. I didn't hear about that being the case. You know, I don't know if they were actually selling it on top of the rental. Because, you know, it was already, it was supposed to come out now in theaters. And then you would have had to wait months, you know, for it to come out and own it. So now you already can. And I feel like almost every copy that they're going to do is going to sell it. So this movie could potentially make a whole bunch of money, especially after seeing what Trolls did. But to counter that, yeah, if you only if they rent it, twenty bucks, last two days or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, then the kids a week later, like I want to watch Scooby Doo again. Yeah. Well, then you'd have to rent it again for an additional twenty bucks versus if you bought it for your twenty five. Then sure, sure. So I don't know if they will actually make more money. That over way or renting not. it multiple times or yeah. whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know that. Well, how many parents are going to rent it more than once? Right. I sure wouldn't. I'd tell my kids. I don't know if your kids are constantly <laughs> grinding you. down your nerves. I guess. Yeah, I'd just be like, deal with it, homie. Wait till it comes out. It's not out yet. I'd just be like, I'd, I'd tell my kids that it literally wasn't even on TV anymore. Just yeah, like, no, it's not there. Your kids have to know how to work the remote. That's true. They're this. pretty clever. Dylan would be like, Dad, you're a liar. Because here <laughs> it is, and it says rent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what would happen. So I guess the other big thing, too, is going to be, because we have seen in the past, and part of why we're doing this podcast, is the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing. I have no idea how this has been critically received. But if it's getting tanked versus I don't think Trolls was... If for whatever weird reason critics don't like this thing or whatever the case may be, then, you know, that could technically affect how many people are buying or renting this thing. If yeah. if they go on and are like, oh, it's got a run tomato score of 50, like, yeah. so that could... Which is a good segue. Yeah, exactly. To our tomato scores. <laughs> exactly, you got it. So now our tomato scores and predictions, and I think my son ran off with my notebook, so I'm going to have to write oh. these down somewhere. How how long has this movie been out for? Uh, It's Friday. So we okay. will have three days of reviews. Is that a lot? Uh, I mean, back in, when we were doing this normally with real movies, it would have been the same situation. Pretty normal, okay. Yeah, I mean, because they would have come out on Friday, Thursday night or Friday, yeah. which in a lot of them gets pre-screenings. I have no idea right now if your regular critics are getting yeah. pre-screened movies. Huh. I okay. have no clue. So oh, if that's the case, this. if they're seeing it before the fact, I was thinking about that during the podcast, actually, or I mean, not the podcast, yeah. but the movie as well was like, I wonder how many people have reviewed this thing. Right. So, yeah, I feel like it just because there's such so little coming out that people that right. do what we're doing and everything. You like, can actually do your livelihood in this. Yeah. Climate. Yeah. Then why wouldn't why you? wouldn't you do right. it? So I would assume people are renting this thing. But so, where are you guys at with the whole deal? What do you, What do you think? Do you have a set number for like? Because I'm I'm still thinking about it, but it, I can I can spit something um, out. I'm just gonna spit all this one, guys. Okay. okay. 
Um, I think critics are going to give it a 70%. Okay. And then audience 85. Okay. Okay. I really don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell an animated movie. It really can be. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? I'm going to say 73 critics. Okay. 80 for audience. 80? I could go a little bit lower on audience. (laughs) Yeah. But 80 is still You're going to play it safe? Yeah, I'll I'll do 80. Yeah, this one, I kind of feel like y'all are right in the right ballpark. I'm actually going to go lower with the critics. I feel like there's a chance for some reason that they... I don't know if I have any logic to this reason per se, but I feel like they might lowball it a little bit. I'm thinking maybe closer in like the 65 range. Hmm. I don't... There's one comment we should talk about. That I think is why you think that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. And then as far as the audience, I, I think you guys are probably pretty pretty solid on that too. I don't think I don't think it'll be above ninety. I think you guys are right in the sweet spot, so I don't really even know where to guess on this. I, I'm because I don't know that I want to go over mad at eighty five because I don't know if it's going to be over that. So. You can take me down to 78. No, it's okay. I don't know. You stay where you are. You've already guessed. Thanks. Uh, I've got to, yeah, I've got to be smart. Uh, uh, you know what? Fine. <laughs> I've got to be smart. I've got to be smart about this. I tell but, myself that every yeah, day. Yeah, every day. I, that's <laughs> literally open my eyes out of bed. Gotta Just got to be smart. Usually it does not work <laughs> out for me. <laughs> not much. Nope. All right, then whatever. I'll just, Chris went under you. I'll go over you. I'll go um, 88. Yeah, I feel like that might be a little high. I'll probably be off, but I just feel like 80s is probably a sweet spot for this thing. And it's Scooby-Doo. Right. Come on. So at this point, this is where we go into our review. So from here on out, it is spoilers all the way down. Everything that we talk about from now on is going to just, you know, our format is pretty free flowing. We could end up starting about the end of the movie at the end of this. So, you know, or at the start of the whole deal. So, you know, we go all over with this thing. So if you haven't seen it, and are planning to and don't want anything spoiled, then I guess jump out, watch it, and come back. So otherwise, let's boogie on with this, and our review will start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go, boys. All right, so let's talk about this thing, Scoob. So we didn't talk about it earlier much, but uh, I just very lightly brought it up. But So I mentioned who the film was directed by, and actually, so <laughs> I'll go through the cast really quick. So Will Forte is Shaggy. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is Blue Falcon. I could not figure out who Blue Falcon was. It was Mark Wahlberg. Wow, he did a really good job. He did. And I, I, I was literally saying yesterday that I struggled to take Mark Wahlberg seriously. <laughs> and, here he is, and here he is. Hiding as the Blue Falcon just, right under your yep, nose. Being so serious. <laughs> nah, or not. He was really good. Um, Jason Isaacs is Dick Dastardly. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Uh, Gina Rodriguez is Velma Dinkley. So she's Velma. Uh, Zach Efron is Fred. I, I figured that out pretty quick. I was like, this is totally Zach Efron. Um, Amanda Seyfried is uh, Daphne. Wow. I yeah. have not you know? heard that name in a long time. In a minute, time. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I love her. She's great. Wow. Yeah. She was Daphne. Wow. Perfect Daphne. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 You know, honestly, who I thought Mark Wahlberg sounded like during that? Who? Sorry, my brain stopped. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Uh, Evans Hemsworth. Nope. nope. There's 75 Chris's. I know. Uh, there's so many. Uh, it's the one from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Pratt. Yeah, I. There was times where he was talking huh. where I was like, 
Is that who Chris was? Pratt? Which one? Who? Blue Falcon. Oh, Blue Falcon. Yeah, because he had the, like... Hmm. I think it was... Yeah, he didn't have his uh, kind of Yankee accent yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, I, he was able to cut it out, which I feel like he almost never does. Right. I was kind of surprised at that because I didn't notice it. So, also, uh, uh, Kim Jong is Dynamut. King Jong-un? <laughs> no. What? Kim Jong. I thought he was dead. Oh, my God. The guy from The Hangover. I mean, that kind of is his and name. From, and community. community. And community. Yeah. yeah. He was... Him. Yeah. Ken. No, it's Ken. K-E-N. Ken. Ken. Dr. Ken. Oh, I thought it was It Ken. is Ken. Yeah. He's from here. He's from North Carolina. He's a local. He went to yeah. Uh, Carolina. Yeah, no. I went to school with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Obviously. Exactly. Bestest. So, yeah, he was... Because I kept hearing his two, and then Tracy Morgan was uh, Captain Caveman. So... The hairy guy. And Tracy Morgan's voice is just... It's, yeah, it's yeah. so distinctive. It's, he it can't is. hide it. Like You no. always know instantly it's Tracy Morgan. There's no hiding. No. I don't think that he could... I yeah, don't think he should be a voice anything. actor. Like, really? Even in oh, this, like really? it took me out really? of it right away. I oh. was like, oh. I thought he did a great job. I, I, I Tracy enjoyed Tracy Morgan. It. it was an interesting uh, voice for that character. Yeah. I liked it. It was fine for me. And he wasn't in the movie that much. So it was kind of like... Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked him. Yeah, it was fine. So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people in this movie, and I feel like there's probably still some people that's just on, like, the top build list, yeah, basically. Without hitting show more. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not <laughs> going to go too any deeper into it. But, yeah, there's a ton of people in this movie, and I thought all of the voice actors did fantastic. But before we get too deep into this review, let's hear it. So, what did everybody think about this? Where, where are you guys sitting with it? I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That's well done. where I am, too. I, I liked it a lot. Well... I I really enjoyed watching it. I guess is the best way to put it. Like <laughs> like I really liked looking at this movie. I guess oh, is the better. Okay. Like I really enjoyed looking at this I was movie. Like what else like, do you I do don't with think, the movie? Yeah, I don't think it, it was perfect. Like I don't yeah. like it wasn't yeah. the best animated movie I've ever seen. Uh, there are some qualms which we can talk about mm-hmm. for sure. But like I, I thought it looked fantastic. It had a lot of humor in it. Like I thought it that did. there was a lot of really funny bits. Like and to just. It was it was balls out, man. This movie did not stop at all. Like it was just nonstop from start to finish. Yeah. Which you know, good or bad, I don't know. But Matt, Matt where are you with it? I I liked it, but the more I think on it, there is a lot of things I didn't prefer. Sure. That they did. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I am a little bit. Like I can see how like kids. I feel like most kids would just love this movie because it was so busy. And because it just like didn't stop, but I thought that this movie needed more breathing room. I didn't feel like there was quite enough. Uh, it just felt like I was like, "Wait, we're here? Oh, we're here? How are we? Oh, God, we're already doing this now!" Like, which and I need to look and see what the runtime of this thing was. It was an hour and thirty four minutes, so it was pretty short. So they crammed a lot into not a whole lot of time. Yeah. But I guess two hours for a kids movie, which I was about to say, like most like, kids animated movies aren't yeah, two hours unless yeah. you're like Pixar or something, and right. like. You know, so, I mean, it makes sense. I, you know, I, so I guess now we can get into, since we're all kind of where we are with it. I mean, so I guess technically as a whole, we all liked it, but didn't love it. It, yeah, necessarily, it was good. It, it was good. Very good. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Like, I, but I want to see more movies animated like this. Like, it, it just. Yeah, the animation well, was I think beautiful. That's, I think that's yeah. what they set this up for. You think and that's kind of what bothered me the whole time. Well, I mean, they introduced all these old characters: Blue Falcon, yeah, um, Captain Caveman, I'm Captain Caveman, Dynamite, Dynamite, 
Dick Dastardly. Dick, Dick Dastardly. Dastardly. These are all old characters that weren't necessarily solely from Scooby Doo. They, they well. aren't from Scooby Doo at all. Yeah, not really. They I may know. have had like an episode here or there. Yeah, but, but these are all main. completely different shows that they all yeah. pulled together. Which at first I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah, and then that became like the sole thing, and I was like, oh, I don't film. like this. The more it goes on. Yeah, I kind of was the same. I found myself about, I don't know, just. A little ways into it when it really started getting deep into the whole dynamite and and uh, what's his face a blue falcon all that stuff where i was like i liked it at first and then i was just kind of like oh i just because kind of was wanting like a smaller mystery like just a fun like romp like a like i wanted them to do like a little ghost story kind of deal or you know like a, a mystery more or less than like this very large scale epic like crazy adventure right with like a deep and sad story yeah in there also yeah yeah kind of mixed in with it yeah so that's probably my biggest qualm with it was i just felt like i was like i wanted a little bit smaller of a of a film here like (laughs) one thing that's because they were trying to give all these other characters some spotlight spotlight including simon cowell i did not like that i I was just like why is this happening that was so disjointed yeah like why was he in this movie no idea i don't understand that would make sense if like uh whatever show he was on with those singing people oh uh, american American idol Idol. if if that was like a new show i would imagine like i'm sure he made a lot of cameos on things like sure back then yeah when that was like super popular yeah now if it was like chris pratt showing up in person or something yeah like 20 what year is this 20 is he is he relevant i don't know of anything not that i know of i think he's probably still doing american idol no he's not doing american idol i'm pretty sure he's on a completely different but similar and exactly the same um singing show oh okay yeah i have no idea but i feel like it's like if it was somebody that's current like i said like chris pratt or like some other like the rock or you know whoever like somebody more relevant to show up and have that whole bit you know it would have made a lot more sense and also kids don't know who he is no like, this was aimed, obviously, at the parents. And I feel like people our age don't care about him anymore. Yeah, like was the weirdest cameo. Movie. Yeah. Because yeah, it was the only one. I didn't understand it I didn't at either. all. Yeah, that was the, probably the weirdest thing about the whole film. Like, I wonder, I'm like, did he just, like, is he a big Scooby-Doo fan? Or, like, was he, like, a producer on this movie or something? Like, Wait, what? did he do Shark Tank? No, that no. was, that's that yeah. basketball owner. Mm-hmm. I can't, Mark. Mark. I know, I can't think of his last name. Yeah yeah cuban cuban mark cuban yeah i have i have no idea really why um yeah so yeah that's i mean that's kind of my biggest qualms about it i mean but still like it was fun and like you know we were watching it with my kids like my kids enjoyed it a lot i think and thought it was funny and they'll probably be watching it more one thing i really did like yeah was the intro had so many nods to the original show there were so many throwbacks where they just Took a lot of things from the original intro, yeah. updated to the current graphics, yep, and just kind of let it go. And I was like, "Oh, I recognize that. Oh, I recognize that film. Exactly, oh, I recognize that. Yeah." And I and I, I feel like that's it. almost kind of why I was a little disappointed was because the intro was so good. Like the first while they were kids, all the way up until they, you know, when they basically showed them kind of transition into adults, mm-hmm. like all that was so good, and it felt like the old stuff. And they do like a really quick little mystery where they find that you know they take the mask off the guy the whole deal and it's like their first case and i was just like all of that was so good like it's a bummer like i kind of want more of this like small scale feels like the old scooby-doo stuff but just looks amazing has a high production value like so the beginning almost made me want 
you know the older stuff to show them as kids or or, or just the old even style. just keep it more of the old style versus you know adding in all the other craziness and making it so busy right i actually enjoyed all the cameos of them like bringing in except for simon cowell but like all yeah. the the other shows and stuff yeah i'd be like i liked it i remember that like yeah. obviously i haven't watched these shows in so long but like sure. i grew up watching boomerang and like all those old yeah. cartoons so i was like i know that guy yeah like i've seen him before i know what he's in like so like i enjoyed that like it didn't yeah. i don't know it didn't take anything away from me that was definitely wasn't a negative in my mind that yeah they were a part of the story even what the no. story was that it was such yeah. grand scale i don't know yeah it's hard for me to say what the biggest negative was besides simon cowell yeah <laughs> I, I didn't care for my only my biggest negative was definitely scooby's voice oh really because it was so different from what i remember it being he's just like, saying more words well he talked way too much he talked a yeah, lot like he was just a normal person who like talked with a weird accent like it wasn't like Scooby where it was like you could hardly comprehend what he was saying. Which, and actually the guy doing Scooby's voice, I think, is the guy that has been Scooby for like forever. Yeah. I wonder if he felt know. weird talking more. Yeah, I don't know. Unless I'm, in the newer shows he talks more. Oh, apparently this guy actually does a whole lot. Of, he did a bunch of voices for the Transformer films as well. He's Optimus Prime. He's just a... They have no, a very similar voice. Actually, Scooby no. Galvatron, Megatron, <laughs> Shockwave... He's everyone but Optimus, actually. So uh, you're completely wrong. I mean, they just slap a voice changer on him. Yeah. So he has. He's done a whole bunch of voices, but he's also been Scoob a bunch. Yeah. So well, I don't know, man. I haven't. Uh, the but last they did one that I watched more. before this was the live action first one with Freddie okay. Prince. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And then the only thing before that was the original cartoons. Yeah, like from the 70s or whenever it came. Oh out. man, you yeah. need to check out Zombie Island. Oh, was that? That's my favorite. Do I though? You do. It's on <laughs> Hulu. I'm pretty sure. The second one. Or no, this is an animated movie. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, because yeah, they've been chugging out Scooby Doo stuff. Like they yeah. never stop. They like there's always. Oh yeah, they put out a new version of the show like every so, three years. That is what I was gonna say. Is my favorite thing over the past however many years. This my favorite Scooby Doo thing actually was Supernatural had a Scooby Doo episode. And even if you don't watch Scooby-Doo or Supernatural, it is worth watching that episode of Supernatural is that they actually go into a TV and they are in an episode of Scooby-Doo. And it's great. <laughs> it's so funny. And because, you know, Supernatural is more of obviously like an adult show. It's a bit more violent and they're like actually killing and hunting monsters, you know, kind of similar premise, except for everything's real. Well, the great thing about it was that they went into Scooby-Doo and and their case was that everything was real. And, you know, usually the premise to Scooby-Doo is that there is no magic or whatever right. going on. It's like, you know, it's a man in a mask. Yeah. And so the whole thing is that, like, people are actually dying in this episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and, like, the supernatural guys are, like, cussing and, like, you know, all this stuff in the world with Scooby-Doo. And they're yeah. just, like, trying to deal with it. So it was it was really good, actually. Super funny. Nice. Uh, it's one of my favorite Scooby-Doo things ever, I think. It yeah. was just really cool. <laughs> and it was a big event for them. They were pretty, you know... Because Scooby-Doo does... Is notorious for, like, them doing, like, Scooby-Doo and, like, WWE. Or, like, right. Scooby-Doo and whatever other weird... Yeah. Right. There's always random team-ups and things like that. Yeah. Super popular people. Exactly. They even had, like, politicians on there. Like... Yeah, I think like so. well-known politicians. Like, back in the day. Yeah. Like, Nixon era. Yeah. That was another thing. I, I, I don't know if it was a negative, per se, 
there was a weird amount of like political yeah. commentary in the first five minutes, and that was it. Actually, well, and that, there was there was a toxic masculinity uh, joke. Oh, and towards the as end, well, and I was just kind of like, I roll like. But that's the comment that I think that what I was going to say that mm-hmm. the one line in there was when they were talking about um, Judge Ruth. Oh, Bader Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what uh, Shaggy had said afterwards. I feel like that would be because I feel like that sect of people mm-hmm. like idolize yeah ginsburg yeah so like saying anything negative about her doesn't fly very well exactly so. yeah you feel like people bristled because yeah, yeah. Cause so i was that's just, the only reason why i think that critics, critics might wouldn't. not like it yeah just because they like kind of made a crack at that because yeah because yeah, then they like call her like judge judy and yeah. on top of that and then they, <laughs> well they, they kept making fun they're like are you so you're oh they were like, oh, so you're from Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the that joke. Was the yeah. Quote, yeah. Which was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, and yeah, I, I liked all that. It was fine. I mean, but it was you know, weird. But if you look weird. at it from an objective stand, they put this into a child's movie, movie. Yeah. And it's very specific. And yeah. it's going to go 100% over these most of these kids' heads. Oh, yeah. So you're aiming this at the parents, Us. but it's still very pointed yeah, for a is. kid's movie to be so blatant. Yeah. Like, hey. Here's a political opinion. Stab, stab. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just Scooby-Doo has always been so um, connected to culture, maybe, is why they felt like it was okay. Because of how we're talking about, like, all these people have been on it and, you know, whatever. Like, they've not really been scared as to what they attach to Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That maybe that's why they did it. And so, yeah, it is kind of weird still, There's a ton of adult... Not adult content in like the yeah. negative way, but I mean, there's a lot of content in there is focused towards, well, like the joke, targeted towards the Dick Dastardly joke where yeah. he just keeps saying his yeah. name over and over. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. Time. And he literally like, says like, you know, I am, you know, yeah. I am Dick, and so on right. and so forth, and so right. it just kind of went on and like even more so than I feel like because I watch a lot of animated shows. Yeah. So or even like kids movies rather uh-huh. is what I mean like. And there's, I mean, there's always some a little bit that's like peppered in there, but yeah. this one was just like a lot. It was just like it, not, it was I feel like too majority much. Of I was like, the, did the kids get much. anything? Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that the kids were not getting because they don't mind off the cuff ones. Where if, as an adult, you just pick it up, and be like, oh, that was pretty funny, huh. sure. But when they keep, yeah, hitting and you in the head with it with the modern stuff, yeah. And honestly, it's kind of weird because obviously I see a lot of this kind of stuff because of my kids. And, like, I have been over the past, like, couple of years, like, there is stuff that I turn off where I'm just, like, this one didn't do this, but I've been seeing more and more stuff where I'm just, like, this is legit, like, propaganda for children. Like, I just cannot let you watch this. Like, I'm not on board with this. Like, they're trying to force political ideals and all kinds of stuff on you mm-hmm. that, like, there's no need for you to be absorbing at this age. Right. Like, and this one wasn't much that. There was some of it, but... Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. There was it, It's not that it was lacking. Like, it was definitely yeah. there. I mean, it wasn't present. necessarily bad, in my opinion. I, I'm not a kid, so I can't see it through that perspective. Sure. But, like, I can tell just because of a bunch of other kids' movies that I've seen. That, yeah. Like, this one was just, like, the. I feel like almost the majority of the content, I would say over 50% of the dialogue is targeted towards adults. adults. Yeah. I feel like that's an easy percentage to throw out there yeah yeah and i feel I like that's that. an excessive amount yeah not necessarily that it was bad but yeah again if this is targeted towards it's kids, like was it necessary know, like, i don't know ask your kids if it was yeah good <laughs> yeah i mean my kids liked it so it's kind of one of those things like yeah. it you know i do wonder where it's like 
you know, you always wonder you're like the after effects where it's like right. now, even when we go back and watch some of the stuff that we watched when we were kids oh, in the nineties and you're just like, Oh God, <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, like go back and watch the Sandlot for like a minute and you're just like, right. this was a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, you know, so, you know, who knows, which I guess, Hey, we turned out fine. Yeah, so, you know, sure. who cares? What's I'm the best? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the story in this though, like, um, what did you guys kind of think about like the whole them being chased down by Dick Dastardly and you know, the, like the whole thing about finding the three giant dog heads and Scoob being connected to royalty and all that stuff. Did y'all like it pretty well and felt like it was easy to follow or was it a little, as an adult? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As, as an, an adult, adult I I could follow it. Yeah. I feel like as a kid, I'd be like, why are there giant dog heads? And, because yeah. that was weird. Like, Which and it, it made sense later. I was wondering too, and then I was like, oh, it's literally because Cerberus was real, and these are Cerberus's three heads. Yeah. He's the protector of the underworld. He's the protector oh. of the underworld. I didn't put yeah. that together till Cerberus showed up. Really? Didn't yeah, put that I together until right now. <laughs> really? So, okay. Yeah, because yeah. obviously he's not real, so I was never like, yes, yeah. these three giant dog heads are obviously the Cere- Cerberus. Yeah. Like, this never, like, crossed my mind. I was like, why are there giant dog heads? This doesn't make sense. It's a kid movie. Okay, we're going. Yeah, exactly. Next year to say that Zeus wasn't real. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I mean, No, did you not just see? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was very super predictable. Like, I knew, Mm -hmm. like, that Scooby was going to be... As soon as they mentioned anything about Cerberus... Yeah. Like, I knew that he was going to be didn't something, even, I think some, some kind of a dog-related thing going on. Did they mention Cerberus early on? Because I didn't even hear them. I don't think they did. I didn't catch it. I guess it depends on how early, early on is. But I mean, I mean like, even before like, like the first up, half of the movie. I didn't even remember them. I didn't either until name. he busted through the door, and I was like, oh, look, yeah. that makes sense. He's the guardian oh, no, of the underworld. definitely said that. Oh, I must yeah, have missed somewhere it, too, throughout then. the movie, yeah. It was probably because we were sitting with on the couch with both my kids and yeah. they wiggle were, but McGee's. Yeah, exactly. They were like talking and just being, well, and of course yeah. we got like a lecture before the movie started from, from my daughter. And she's like, nobody's allowed to talk during this movie. And then she's like, I'm going to talk more than everyone during this whole movie. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I guess it's kind of hard to like, go through this thing point by point obviously it's a kids movie it was yeah, it was good it, it was, was entertaining it was it was entertaining like i think it there served its funny purpose parts like, there. Was funny. i laughed and yeah, from a kid's perspective times. and even as a parent or a grown-up like you said there's plenty of funny things and i think yeah. the kids like those little robots and all that the kids will latch onto them and be like these are super cute i love them and all the characters are well characters are likable yeah so as as a kid i don't think there's gonna be any problem for them yeah and we're here picking it Picking through it, yeah, as adults, but exactly. this was not made for adults. Yeah. Well, honestly, I almost feel like this movie of, was more meant for, for adults, adults than for I kind of felt that way too. I kind of felt like it would be a little boring for kids because, like, there wasn't any a lot of like slapstick stuff. It was all like more adult humor, and I yeah, feel like kids was. more. Not to generalize kids what they like, but like, yeah. From just watching movies with your kids sure. in the past, where yeah. like they'll just laugh whenever you know people fall downstairs and stuff. There wasn't yeah. like a whole like lot of fart, slap stuff. A fart and if you think about exactly. original yeah. Scooby Doo stuff, that's kind of how it was. It like, was, and they did little people things to it. On the head. People getting bonked. Right. People like chasing each other through random doors and like popping out completely other doors and like chase scenes. Which they did a small homage to that at the very end. but Yeah, Yeah, well, and, you know, I was surprised we didn't get much of, you know, the whole thing. The number one biggest, like, Scooby-Doo kind of trope is that where everybody keeps running by over and over through in and out all the doors. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And they did, did like he said, like Matt said, he did that. Very briefly. Uh, Very briefly. 
at the very end it was Scooby and Shaggy and on a chariot. Um, on a chariot. Oh, it happened super fast though. Oh, like, and yeah. it's they only the did it once, like twice. They're like, doop, yeah, doop. it was like yeah. a one minute Troop. scene. In the yeah, in the old ones, it'd be like a whole like a whole bit for like right. a minute. Oh, it's or like so, every like character and eight all the doors. And I would have loved to see something like that. You know, it's like yeah, it's kind of weird they didn't do that. Yeah, they could have done it earlier too. Yeah, right. which and that's the thing is like all that. I think that they had to like add to the scale for the simple fact that they wanted to put in um blue falcon and those characters like i feel like that part of it part of what added to it maybe took away from some of the smaller goofy moments like that is the fact that like adding a superhero you had to then cater to that superhero and adding in like a legit super villain that has like a robot army and all that stuff you kind of had to cater to that so it took away from some of the smaller moments of like these goofy things yeah well and that's why i kind of felt like less like a scooby-doo yep because of all those things where they they introduced all these other characters and characters and elements and they had to play those up also because yeah. you couldn't just be like oh here's the blue falcon with the spaceship oh and we're gonna scooby-doo it up like, yeah it, i don't know and part of me makes me wonder i was kind of like you know are are they like working their way into like a uh Oh, what was the what's the company? I said it earlier, and I can't think of it. Um, Barbara, Anna Barbera, like Anna universe. Barbera. Like is I think they are. I doing? bet this is supposed to be a revival because yeah. apparently it's owned by WB now. Yeah, yeah. For what we just saw, mm-hmm. and so I bet WB is about to be like, yeah, here we go. And Here's a Blue get, Falcon like, movie. That's what I was about to Here's say. A... Yeah. Did y'all catch in the cavemen scene that one of the cavemen or cave women or whatever had a person? Yeah, cave person <laughs> had, had. They had like the. Uh, Flintstones like hairdos like there was a scene it was very quick Mm-mm. I guess it was like mm. Velma's hairdo or something like oh, I didn't see it, was, it was definitely a yeah. call out to it didn't... and the Flintstones in that part speaking of calls did you yeah. catch the one for Blue Falcon and uh, Super Smash Brothers no like it literally used like the announcer voice from oh, Super really? Smash Brothers like Blue Falcon and he like flies up in the air. Oh, I guess I did. Yeah, yeah. at the end, at the very end. I think it was it was towards the when end. When they were doing yeah. the DJ thing and having the party and stuff, was that I when it was? I feel like I did see something so. like Maybe. that. It, it it is towards the end, but yeah. I just remember hearing that and I was like sure. that is the exact like they just copy and paste it yeah. from the video game That's into the movie. I didn't even really Did not pick much. that up. Yeah. Yeah, I think cuz he's the Falcon Punch guy. Obviously. Is that the same Falcon though? Maybe not. Is that, are they the same character? No, it's Captain Falcon. Yeah, I think it's Captain Falcon. Well, that's weird then. Maybe, maybe they did just, it as like an homage. Maybe it was or maybe I'm just making things up. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder. Well, I'm to our listeners. Yeah, who knows? Sorry. Take nothing we take as fact. <laughs> say I'm as just fact. dumb. It's all Everybody off. should never take well, I, That's seriously. what I was thinking about. I was like, is that the same one? But like, no, maybe maybe not. he's based off of Blue maybe. Falcon and that's why they did it. So, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I, I will say, I mean, it was like, there was... The thing that I enjoyed the most about this was the comedy. Like, I did find myself laughing a lot. And that whole intro section was just chocked full of funny stuff. And it did have heart. Like, this movie had heart. It was oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Like, it that had... was... Yeah. That was the thing. Is like, there yeah. was some sad parts. Like, I there almost was. started crying. Like, yeah. Because, um... Shaggy. Yeah. They had to, like... He, he really went through it. Yeah, man. He went through the big cliche of getting separated from your best bud. Yeah. What I always think about when that's the case is I always think about uh, when that happened in, oh God, I can't think of the movie, um, Pineapple Express. That's oh, like yeah. where they like, <laughs> where he's like, where they get separated and he's like just all sad. Yeah. Yeah. Every, well, cause they break up as friends, as new best friends. Exactly. It's like every time that trope shows up, I just always think about 
think about that movie. It's it's just like a perfect correlation for it. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what else? You guys want to talk about anything else with this thing? I mean, I know we haven't been reviewing or talking about it for a super long time, but I'm almost kind of like, I, it, it's pretty there's straightforward. There's not much else to talk about. I feel like, like you said, yeah. it's, a, it's a straightforward kids movie. Yeah, it's, it was just super busy. I mean, I. I don't know, like, and it, it did, like, some of the things felt a little out of place to me, almost, like, with uh, Dick Dastardly's dog, like, he literally just felt like he was pulled out of an old, like, cartoon with that voice, and... He was. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he was. I mean, he literally, literally was. was. <laughs> he literally was. Oh, I know. But it was just, like, it was a weird thing for me where I'm just like, oh, this is so strange, like... Did you know that that dog is also... Um, well, he's on the racers, Wacky Racers or whatever? Yeah, both of them. They're, both of them they are, are a yeah. duo, but... That was if you ever played Duck Hunt, yeah, on Nintendo, yeah. The dog on that is based off of, of him? him, yeah. Huh. They are basically the same dog. I literally just made that up, but it makes sense. Oh, okay, you <laughs> did right, I would have bought Doesn't it. It, it worked. We we're going to go off as fact, dude. We Thanks. we are officially entering fake news territory oh, here. No. <laughs> fake news warning. It makes sense, fake though. news warning. I believe in it in my yeah, brain. It does make sense. I can my big I can old that. dinosaur brain. <laughs> is he not also the same? Not the dog, but the other guy. Uh, Rocky Bullwinkle. It's uh, not the same, but, but they look a lot is, alike. They do look a lot. Okay, because yeah, the whole time I was watching, I was like, "Is this from Rocky Bullwinkle?" Yeah, I think Rocky Bullwinkle is yeah. not. I don't think that they're Hanna Barbera either. I think that they're a different thing. Actually, weirdly enough, um, Amazon has been doing for the past couple of years a like Bezos. Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> oh Bezos. Yeah, has been doing an actual like Amazon original of like cartoon of remaking that show huh. Rocky and of Bowen. Rocky and Bowenkle. There's new Rocky and Bowenkle. They, Didn't they do a live action of that? They did. It I had vaguely yeah. remember that. I'm pretty now. sure it had uh what's his face from the mummy. Yeah. Um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I never saw it. It looked I think bad. I did I see it. it, but I saw it when I was a kid or it's old. Middle it's school. very old. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's old. old. It is. It's a good probably 15 yeah. 20 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think we've talked about this thing good enough. There's yeah. not a whole lot to dig into here. And I'm actually, as usual, pretty excited to see the scores on this. I th- oh, yeah. I think I think the, the the more we've been hashing out and like thinking about some of the negatives, I really feel like the critics might be hard on this thing. Yeah. I yeah, like, that's yeah. a funny thing because I mean, we just watched this yeah, right before we recorded ago. this. Yeah. So we hadn't had time to really like think over it too much yeah to, and yeah. now we're discussing we're like oh wait <laughs> maybe shoot maybe maybe I, mean, I still liked it i did no i did too and I mean, but now i'm thinking the critics might have really changed yeah i think it's a possibility and and it could affect sales and stuff and this will kind of go we, we haven't been able to really play on our premise as much as we'd like for the simple fact of how turned upside down the movie industry got right after we started this whole podcast so it's been a weird thing where like maybe this will actually kind of show us if this did do bad and this is a bigger release and whatever if it correlates with how the reception is and if people are watching it basically so all right i've got my rotten tomatoes here ready to go and let's check out i am clicking on the wrong things let's check out what these tomato scores are if they will ever come up all right guys you ready and everybody at home you can Feel free to pull it up and look at it if you want as well, but unless you're like driving or something weird, then don't look look at it. <laughs> Still so, do it. Oh my goodness, guys! Ooh, Yeesh. Oh. so who who mm, critics were hard on this. It has a 53 from critics, but that's only 81 people, and we yeah. 
Yeah, as about been, half of them, more, less than half, honestly. Yeah, one one fifty is closer to half. So I mean, normally because three three hundred something, I think, is where we've kind of started. Solid. That's a yeah, good bit. Coming up with like what a lot of views are is around three hundred something, and this number could be subject to change, maybe by next weekend, depending on if more critics see it. Because eighty one is really not a whole whole yeah. lot. Like our opinion. With that number, yeah, makes up like four to five percent, yeah, of the total people who have reviewed it. Us three, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it is a kids movie, so yeah, yeah. Well, as we discussed, sort of a kids movie. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, I, I, you know, and obviously this is you know yay or nays. So literally, fifty three percent of people did like it. I guess technically, but I mean, and I think that's the thing is like all three of us, even with our qualms and kind of how we feel about this thing i think we would have all given it a solid tomato not a splat i yeah. would assume yeah i would for sure. yeah i mean i definitely would too i mean i think all in all it was a good movie it wasn't perfect yeah. it wasn't great yeah. but it was not bad by any means i've seen bad movies this was not a bad movie right. no it wasn't and so and what it says here for the critics consensus is scoob is fun enough for youthful viewers and some hardcore fans but never quite solves the mystery of why audiences shouldn't watch old episodes instead so, oof, I mean, brutal. yeah, I guess that's fair to the extent that the old episodes are amazing. Like, yeah, but this does shouldn't yeah. take away from that. No, and I mean, this is something new. It's something they're trying something different. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like they have to keep putting on new stuff. You get tired of the old stuff, and yeah. this is trying to bring a new audience. Well, and... Exactly. And kids. I mean, even with my kids, sometimes it's like if the animation's a little too old or whatever. I mean, they still tend to like it and they'll watch it. But like, you put on something flashier, newer, brighter, just with more brighter colors and you know, easier to look at, you know, they're going to enjoy it better, yeah. you know? So, and also, so the audience score on this thing is 69. Nice. Yes. <laughs> right there with Chris's, uh, Instagram handle. So <laughs> yeah, it's 69 and that's by 601 people, which is not super high either. Cause the audience sometimes can get into the, 3, you know, 000. one, two, three thousands yeah. easily. So that's still a fairly low number, which and it did. This is home release. It just came out this weekend. We're kind of getting ahead of it. And this actually, we didn't say this. I guess if you listened to last week, you would have heard us say that we were going to be reviewing The Lodge. And we decided to change for this week and do Scoob instead. So, you know, we made a shift kind of last minute since this was coming out. But so what we normally do, we'll take a look at a couple of these and see what the critics are saying. Some of the bigger ones. I refuse to read anything from CNN. So let's <laughs> keep going. I guess they don't we'll, have to be big or small. They're just random people. Yeah, just random people. So yeah, well, let's look at this New York. Oh, this is Vulture, um, New York Magazine and Vulture. This is Allison Wilmore. So she says it's really no better or worse than other selections from the genre it's part of. That slice of fast-paced, brilliantly colored kids movie that makes no pretense of being anything other than an adequate distraction for young attention spans. That was a splat. And it was a splat, which is interesting because that almost didn't exactly sound like a splat yeah. when you read it on the surface. I guess it, maybe it's something where if you've read the rest of her reviews, it, it might. If she was like, yeah. oh, the kids are just being like teased along or something. Because yeah. it kind of she alludes to. Yeah, that it's more for just like kids with a short attention span or whatever. Yeah. Which she did allude to kind of what we were talking about, which is just so fast paced. Like this movie is just, you know, it's wide open. So uh, Michael Phillips with Chicago Tribune says pre-sold fans, especially fans with kids of Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, Velma, Daphne, uh, and the thud named Fred uh, are in a bat are in the bag. I don't know what to tell the rest of you. 
So, yeah, I mean, he's basically just saying if you're not, like, a fan or you're not a kid, you might not be They're into this. in the bag? Like, that was his description? Yep. Like, you're guaranteed to like it yeah, you're because guaranteed if you to like, like the, it. the characters? That's kind of what he said, which but this is the solid the reason tomato, you would but... watch? <laughs> yeah, Maybe I guess. he's saying that's the only reason you would enjoy it is if you were maybe. a fan of the old. And maybe oh, he is, maybe. and that's why he liked it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, guess. that is a... Yeah, he was saying that from a positive Yeah, he was saying it from, so. that's weird because the first one we read was a splat and it sounded kind of positive, <laughs> and this one's a solid and it sounds kind of negative. People. So, yeah, people are <laughs> doing weird stuff. And I don't appreciate him hating on Fred because Fred was fantastic in this movie. Actually, I don't know. Really? You didn't like he him? He was too jockey. You thought? I mean, I know Fred is supposedly like a jockey kind of character. Oh, yeah. I, he was a little too jockey really? this time. I felt that he was the opposite. I did, too. Of, I felt the same way. I feel like no. from the ones that I've seen, that yeah. like, he was the most like a normal person in this In this, one, I totally than, agree. like hmm. the super stereotype that they've shown in the past. But yeah. that's just... I haven't seen a lot of the... Yeah, like I yeah. said, I've only seen the super old ones when I was a kid and then the live action ones. So, and the live... Like, Freddie Prinze was like... A jock to the millionth degree. Yeah, he was Freddie Prince was so. like the worst kind of Fred. Yeah, yeah. honestly, like was, this yeah. this so Zac that's, Efron that's Fred. The most recent contrast that I have to go against. So yeah, I was totally on board Take that for with a grain of salt. Yeah, I was on board for what was happening here from 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 Fred. I really liked Fred actually, and I normally don't like Fred at all. Yeah, he's kind of like he said, just like a like a thud. But I th- I thought he was really funny in this, and I thought Zach did a really good performance. All the performances were good, yeah. you know. And that's I guess we could have talked about that a little bit more. But I, I thought everybody did a fantastic job. I mean, there's not much to say besides that. Like, yeah, they did a great job voice acting. Yeah, they all yeah. sounded the same, and you know, also the storyboard. Like, I appreciated that yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of strife between the other. I mean, obviously, like the I guess the main point of the story is strife between the crew because they're yeah. like literally kicking Shaggy and Scooby out. But yeah, I don't know, like. There wasn't like a primary antagonist. Like they all like recognized their downside of like, oh, uh, we're just being mean to each other because we're hungry. There wasn't like yeah. one person who was constantly being a, a D. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, no, they, they, the characters, it, it did. It was fun. It was more uh, upbeat. That's, it was. I guess that's the main gist of what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can, I can totally get on board with that. I dug that. So. Yeah, I don't think we need to read a whole lot more of these reviews. I mean, and there are actually a pretty substantial amount of splats on this first page from all the top critics. Uh, well, it did have a splat overall, so. Yeah, it did. So. Even though it was over 50%. Yeah, even though it was over 50%, which still just does not make a whole lot of yeah. sense. Nope. Because half would be pretty good if half people like something. But whatever, you know, you know our spiel. So, <laughs> <laughs> I would guess. So, yeah. So, from there, um, I mean, I say... The next thing we'll do is let's go ahead and roll on into our music recommendations for this week, which is called our send off songs. And I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but make sure to go and check out our Spotify playlist that has all of our send off songs from every episode. And actually I'll even do something special this time to where if you're on this playlist, you will actually know our next week's songs. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Well, actually, the following week, technically. Well, th- we're at this week. So, next week's songs. Next episode's songs. Inception. Yeah. Sorry, we're talking about Time. weird time stuff. So, yeah. You'll get to know the next week's songs before the episode drops. So, there's that. You can check that out if you go check out our Spotify playlist. So, what you got, guys? What do, um, what are you doing, Matt? 
Okay. Oh man. So Alrighty, that, this that. goes along with my uh, things I've watched recently. Okay. Uh, this is not a PG song. Oh, okay. That's where it's at. It's a lot called Pressure Point by okay. The Ghost Inside. Okay. So this is a heavy metal band. Oh, interesting. And like they weren't. I, I've actually never heard of them before. Okay. Until yesterday, actually, when I was driving over here, and I was like, "Man, this song's." banging <laughs> and i listened to it like the whole way over here and then right before we recorded this i looked them up they they dropped two albums like in the early teens yeah and they haven't done anything else so it's oh. been like seven or eight years yeah and then they just dropped a new album really and this is one of the songs off of it and i was like you were digging it yeah so, so. if you're into metal then the song will be for you yeah something new in the metal scene nice jinx black jinx what is you that? Racist. Yeah, you say what? Jinx of the same <laughs> Racist. I thought that was where you said double jinx. You never said no, it. You just said jinx. You owe me a coke. Uh, I grew up with black jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is just. A, I have like, no idea. Oh, we're gonna have to scrub this. this I don't it know. Could be. Yeah. I don't know. I grew up in the south. <laughs> I don't see through that lens, Blaine. <laughs> you said it, not me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, so okay. My song, yeah, song? is by Billy Stone Cipher. Interesting. Sounds really cool. Yeah, right? it does. It's like punk rock. I like it. Um, and the name of the song is "Back on the Road." Billy Stone Cipher. Yep. Back on the road. Yeah, it's a very easygoing, fun to sing along song. Nice. On the road again. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and which and actually cool thing, his song last week that we we gave a shout out to and did a send off song. They actually even shared our stuff and and I was in conversation with them. The band called Swim. They're really awesome super nice online and everything and so they've like started following us and chris and so this has actually worked out pretty good it's pretty cool they're uh they seem like really nice dudes so yeah. chris is having and they some... make great music they do they're they they uh so now we're we're homies with old swim yeah so yeah and this is another good one by chris i'm sure it unless it's not mm. no this one's really good yeah. No, <laughs> get it yeah so for me i've been kind of debating on what i'm gonna do this week and i think what i'm gonna do is a song by the band joy wave and the shows or the song is called Half Your Age. So it's Joy Wave and the song is Half Your Age. It's kind of a interesting concept where it's basically like, you know, it's kind of I guess a commentary on getting older and it's like all your heroes are half your age. It's talking about like kind of realizing <laughs> that you're older and being like, Man, like everybody I like and think you're cool now is like half my age. Yeah. Mm. So but That's the song rough. The, yeah, <laughs> it is. But the song is fantastic. It's actually nice. really upbeat, really fun. It's it's a really cool song. So check that out. So with all that being said what we'll do now is tell you guys what we're doing next week which we are actually pre-recording so we have all actually already seen the lodge the horror film that actually came out i think it was also another film that got kind of screwed over by the whole corona thing and basically got shuffled and i think it might have even came out in theaters for a little I, bit i think it was in theaters yeah, yeah for like a little bit but then everything happened and it got pulled or whatever the case may be. But basically, it dropped on on digital and pretty much instantly went to Hulu. So it's very accessible, very easy to watch. It's a horror question mark film. Um, yeah, I think it's being horror marketed. Thriller. Horror thriller. I think it's being marketed as a horror movie. I personally would not call it that. But so it's a horror thriller whatever you want to consider it and we'll be doing that next week and you can check it out and watch it on hulu so you've got a whole nother week to watch it and we'll drop that thing soon so now what we do is we uh give our 
special thanks to uh, one of the big ones being Dominic with Ketsa Music, and that's uh, K-E-T-S-A-M-U-S-I-C dot com, KetsaMusic.com. And also thanks to Aubrey Troutman, and she's the one that's done our logo. So that's who's our intro and exit music is Ketsa Music, and Aubrey does our does our logo and if you want to check them out just make sure to get in our show notes i put all kinds of information in there all kinds of links it's very easy to find anything that we talk about pretty much in that thing so you can you can reach out to these individuals as well if you were interested in Ketza or Aubrey doing anything for you and then if you want to find us on Instagram we're at critically aroused Twitter we're at aroused media and our website is critically aroused.fireside.fm and you can reach us pretty much any of those ways if you want to get in touch with us and outside of that, guys, we will, uh, you can tune in next week to hear us talk about The Lodge. But uh, later. Peace. <laughs> See ya. Next time. <laughs>